Again, another Tuesday, so you know what it is. It's your boy DJ Bobby Hustle and my guy Capo The Connect. Guaranteed to get your plug $79.99 plus tax. <laughs> All right, so we got a great show today. We got a super dope artist coming on. We're gonna play some games, we're gonna have some fun. So let's get straight into it. Capo, who we got today? But Bobby, you already know, man. I get I always get hype around this time because it's no fucking secret. We always have super dope guests on every dose of audio meds. And today is no different. Our guest today hails from the city of Atlanta. He's pushed successfully as an independent artist from starting his own label, headlining his own tours, to working with some of the dopest artists in the game. From the legendary Bun B to the late, great Bankroll Fresh. My man not only has the blueprint on how to become a successful artist, but he also is a multi-talented entrepreneur with multiple businesses. From his own strain of marijuana to putting grills in some of your favorite celebrities. Mouth. My man also prides himself on uh, on representing hard for his city so much so that you can't even say his name without saying it. I need y'all to make some motherfucking noise for my man, Scotty ATL. Hey, Scotty, 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 too yeah, hot in the building. What's happening? What's up, What's up hey. my man? What's happening? <laughs> hey, man, man, how's everything been going with you, family? Man, everything good, man. Appreciate that intro. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a wrestler. You know what I'm hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He is. Hold on, hold on, Scotty, Scotty. So, like, people know the name, man. They they know Scotty ATL. It's got a zing to it. They think about that. But they don't know the track record. They don't know the resume. So, I did a little digging. I, we all got the internet, so not, and I know how to use it. And I know how to use it. So, for those of y'all who don't know, check just real quick. We're about to do something. Just real quick. Check the resume right there. That's discogs.com. This man got 39 professional credits listed on professional major records plus 53 pending submissions so when you say scotty atl just know this guy really doing some work he ain't just your run of the mill i'm gonna pretend like i'm a rapper <laughs> on facebook this dude do this he do hey, it put, some, put some respect on the name put, put some respect, respect on it hell <laughs> yeah so hey scotty real quick man i know a lot of like you said you've been working you've been getting it on uh working hard but, you know, with this pandemic that hit, man, how, how has it affected you personally, man? Um, to be honest, uh, it ain't really been that bad. I mean, on a personal level, you know, yeah. what I mean? I've been getting a little more healthy. You feel me? I've oh. been like focused on my business. I just kind of cut out all the stuff that, you know, wasn't that I didn't need to be doing. And I've been having more time to just focus, build my business. Like, I feel like I, I've grown personally. My business grown throughout the pandemic time. So it's been pretty good. You know, I lost a couple of friends, you know, mm. due to like the coronavirus and shit oh. like that. Really? Wow. Yeah, but it's, but it's caused me to like, man, work out more, you know, take vitamins, you know, just try to be a little bit more conscious health-wise. Oh, wow, man. We hate to hear that, bro. You know what I'm saying? like. 
love to to everybody that that's suffered a loss or lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, serious out real, here, man. man. But it's real. you know, one 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 beautiful thing about it, man, is like I see that you know a lot of people are. Uh, like you said, getting their shit together somewhat. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's giving you time to focus on you and how to better your situation. And that's something that I've noticed you've been doing. Like just watching from afar, not only have you still been releasing music and working, but you've got a new business, which you're at right now. Can you tell us a little bit about the, this new business venture that you've opened? Yeah, man. Um, I do gold grills and jewelry. I own a company called Grills by Scotty. Um, I've been doing grills for about seven years, but I have my own store for a little bit over a year and a half now, going mm. on two years. So um, it's been going well, man. I've done a lot of celebrity grills, like you said, and uh, I have a lot of like people that I do grills for outside of Atlanta, out of the country, mm. other businesses. So it's booming. It's doing good. So, so, so the, the, cause I would think like with right now, it would be the last thing you would do is go and get a grill, you know what I'm saying? But right. I mean, <laughs> it's like, so it hasn't affected your business at all with the grills? Man, people been buying more grills since the <laughs> pandemic. Like when everything first hit, it was, um, you know, it, it was like, um, it was kind of scary at first just to kind of think about like, man, okay, how can we make this work? I got employees, I got bills, I got to pay. How can we continue to do things? And so I just found a way to um, to move around it, you know what I mean? And, and, and just be creative in my approach. So we started doing mold kits. We would ship you a mold kit. Even if you was in Atlanta on the west side during the time when it first hit, Mm-hmm. You didn't have to come to the shop. We can ship you a mold kit. You can do the mold right in your house. Send it to us. We'll send you the grill back. And so um, more people, man, start buying grills. I think some of it just had to do with the fact that people had more time. People got mm-hmm. more money from unemployment and like mm-hmm. different grants <laughs> and loans and just extra money that folks had. So right, it's, sti- it's stimulus. stimulus. Yeah, it's stimulus. <laughs> unemployment. I'm gonna go get a grill. <laughs> yeah, Real talk. Yeah. Money. yeah man. Hey man, one time for the hustlers out there using their unemployment checks to get a grill by Scotty. Man, real talk. Oh. You know, Hey, Scotty, so, you know, speaking of the pandemic, man, you know, we got this segment. I don't know if you've ever seen the show, but um, I don't like to use the C word. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I just be seeking the knowledge and I just be into stuff that a lot of people don't know. So, you know, we got this segment called The Rabbit Hole. We about, I want you to take a trip with me, man. We're about to take a trip down the rabbit hole real quick. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's go. It's time to take a trip headfirst down the rabbit hole where you learn some shit you didn't even know. You didn't even know. <laughs> all right, all right. So, you know, like I said, I don't like to use the C word. I just be digging up facts and stuff, and I like to bring it bring it to the light of people. So um, this is a good one, so I'm going to go through it fast, but I'm just going to kind of give you a little a bit about what's going on. So we're talking about the technology Cold War. Well, with um, U.S. and China. So whether you're old enough to have lived or just uh, heard about it in school, um, you've heard about the Cold War with Russia and the space race between 1955 and 1975. Well, today we're in a new tech race, and this time it's with China, and the battle is over who owns and controls 5G because the controller of the Internet controls the people. So both countries have actually been throwing blows for a minute. 
you know, and it's yep. heating up. So everybody in China knows China makes everything. So it started with trade talks with China, and Trump was like, yo, y'all been eating good for a while. We need to talk about these numbers on these 5G towers. China's like, nah, bro, we ain't budging. So Trump was like, man, y'all do, y'all ain't doing nothing but bootlegging anyway. I'm going to investigate y'all. And China's like, we don't give a fuck. We got Huawei, the company that makes the real 5G towers, and y'all lying about that fake 5G y'all got over there. Might as well call it slow G. So Trump is like, well, my guys told me that Huawei's stealing information. So you know what? We're going to ban them from the U.S. And anybody that does business with the U.S. can't do business with Huawei. And if y'all do, we're going to cut you off from business with the U.S. And as a matter of fact, China, we're going to need another 25% for anything y'all shipping over here. So China's mm. like, well, bet that then, nigga. We need that 25% over here, too. So Trump is like, oh, you know that TikTok shit and that WeChat shit y'all got jumping over here? We about to end that shit, too. You know what? We're moving all the Apple plants to India. So just last month, Trump ordered a closure of the Chinese consulate in Houston, as well as China ordered a closure of the U.S. consulate in Changdao. And this is really serious because with Web 3.0 coming, which is basically the new Internet, is coming with the rapid advances in AI technology and blockchain technology. 5G networks are going to be the sword that this new post-corona world is built upon. So, Scotty, my question to you is, with all this going on, if China does win this Internet war, are you still going to be flexing on the ground? Am I gonna? I don't be flexing on the ground. <laughs> I don't be flexing on the ground. Scotty, Scotty gonna be flexing, man. I don't be flexing on the ground, so they can do whatever the fuck they wanna do. <laughs> I'm gonna do my same shit. I don't got to have 5G. You know what I'm saying? You give me 4G, LTE. Right. That's all I need. <laughs> Real talk. Real talk. Real talk from a boss. Hey, okay. All right. Yeah, you know, it's crazy out here, man. It's, it's, it's they fighting wars over this internet, man. They know the internet controls the people, and whoever controls the internet got the brains of the children. So, you yeah, know, it's deep and, and out that, here. And that's what they're, you were just talking about that a minute ago, Scotty, about uh, having some, um, you know, some China connects or whatever with the grills or something. You know, that, that could affect you, bro. Like, that could affect the whole grind. Uh, <laughs> they try to put the 25 nah, I'm, I'm good. My shit, my shit American made. I made this shit in my shop. Hell yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, keep jobs in America. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. That's an American right there. Look at that smile. <laughs> <laughs> made in America. <laughs> yeah, man, hey, real so, tough. Hey, real quick, Scotty, like, I know you said, you said you don't flex on the gram. You, you. You know, that, that could affect you, bro. Like, that could affect the whole grind. Uh, <laughs> they try to put the 25 nah, I'm good. My shit, my shit American made. I made this shit in my shop. Hell yeah. Hey, hey, keep jobs in America. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. That's an American right there. Look at that smile. <laughs> <laughs> made in America. <laughs> yeah, man, hey, real so, tough. Hey, real quick, Scotty, like, I know you said you, said you don't flex on the gram. You you do humble flexing, man, which is is really just you doing shit that you typically do on a regular basis, which other people might see it. And I'm going to take a little time because I want to read off some of the features that you've had in the past. Some of the artists that you've worked with from Bun B, Gip, Dolph, Ty Dollar Sign, Devin the Dude, 8-Ball Currency, Project Pack, Cap G, Dopey, the homie Starlito, Young Greatness, like... You've worked with so many people in this industry, and like, what would you say? Because I want to, before I even mention it, like, I have one thing to say about this list. But out of all these people that you work with, what's one of the most memorable moments that you have from these artists? This list of artists. Um, 
it would probably be uh, memories with Bankroll Fresh and memories with Starlito. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That, those, everybody that you name. Yeah, those are more like those are more like personal relationships compared to like just doing music with them, right? Well, I mean, all those guys. You know, I have relationships with. I'm not really like the type of person where I just like to just do songs with people just because, mm. like, I like to do songs because we fuck with each other. You know, we got a relationship, you know. So um, it's just been moments that I've had, you know, obviously, you know, Bankroll Fresh passed away. So mm. I just always just reminisce on moments that we share being in DJ Tune Studio, working, you know, just having fun, you know what I mean, putting music together and just talking shit, like, you know, being on the path, you know, coming up together, and then with, with Lido, um, we was on tour together, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying, so, like, um, I learned a lot from Lido from, on the tour that we was on, you know, together about just hustling and, you know, just making moves as an independent artist. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, man. And that's that's one thing that I wanted to mention was because when I was looking at that list, um, I, I looked at it and I was like, man, Bankroll Fresh, Dopey, and Young Greatness. Yeah. You know, rest in peace to all of them, you know what I'm saying? But all all gone before their time, man. Like what 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 do having records with these artists, what does that mean to you now after you know they're they're gone now and they left the legacy and you're part of that, man? Um, I don't know, man. It's like it's bittersweet a little bit, you know, mm. because um, it's it's great that we got a chance to make music together. Um, because like, you know, during the time that they was alive, like you know, we was really cool, you know, what I'm mm -hmm. saying? really kicked it. Like, your greatness would come to the studio a lot when me and Drummer Boy was working on our project together. Um, who shot Cupid? So mm. I would just see greatness in the studio all the time. Drummer Boy would like be, you know, encouraging us to like do music together. And so we ended up finally doing something that ended up on that project that me and Drummer Boy created. But him and Drummer Boy was like real cool. Mm. And then uh, me and Dobie, um, you know, me and Dobie used to just run into each other a lot in the streets. Um, I would see him in New York. I would see him like in just different places in the South just working, you know what I mean? Just like mm -hmm. trying to get his shit out at the time. So, um, you know, it, it means a lot because now, and I think everybody do this when like somebody passed away, you go back and you listen to their music and you kind of hang on every word. Mm -hmm. and, and I guess it makes you feel like it's more validity to what they saying because, mm -hmm. man, you know, maybe they was talking something that I needed to hear that I didn't really hear the first time. Mm -hmm. so, you know, from that standpoint, it always means a lot because, um, you know, they, like you said, they died young. They were legends in their own right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they were stand-up guys. So I just always appreciate the opportunity, you know what I'm saying, and the experience of just even knowing them. Right. Okay. Real yeah, shit, no. man. That's real. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, real quick, Bobby, I know you want to jump into something, but I wanted to mention this real quick because... Um, what you said was hearing something, they may have said something that you needed to hear that you didn't catch before. And yeah. you mentioned something um, in a post where you said, uh, you don't know if people are really listening anymore, or if they even care about lyrics. Uh, do you feel like, do you feel like that's 
that's somewhat of a dying art, like the whole the whole, you know, having lyrics and content. Do you feel like that's a dying art right now? Um, I mean, like being honest, I was just kind of like poking fun at people a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that people do like listen to lyrics and, um, you know, it, it is now like melodies is, is kind of like to the forefront in terms mm-hmm. of like what makes songs more popular faster or, you know, like that. Uh, at one point, I think it was just like mainly about lyrics. Like you didn't have to like have a melody, but if you had like some dope lyrics, you were saying something like and people just fuck with it. You know, I think now it's about being creative enough to do both. You know what I'm saying? Like having dope lyrics, have melody. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's something that I've been able to do like the whole time. Like just learn how to have style, basically, and, and you know, like, it's like putting the vitamin in the brownie, you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, it's giving somebody some something good, but dressing it up, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, in a way where it's presentable and it's catchy and it's still something you'll ride to every day, you know, it don't mm-hmm. sound like it's outdated. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. That's real shit, that's real so, shit. You, the last thing you wanna do is feel like, like someone's like preaching to you or like you're in yeah. class. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, like you have to pull out a notebook and start taking notes. Like, just some shit I want to ride to, but still catch some subliminals. <laughs> right. You know what? Okay. Speaking of that, Scotty, so, like, we got some records from you. And, like, you know, this one record I was listening to earlier, just going off of everything that you were saying, Hold It Down. Like, this mm-hmm. is a dope record, you know, and it's actually featuring one of my favorite artists of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up listening to them, you know, that group. And so before I get, we get into this record, like, can you give us a little bit of the thought process that was going through your brain when you wrote it? Because it's, it's a real dope record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, um, it's kind of funny. Like, um, I know I've been knowing Bon B for a minute now. We did a song in the past called Pinky Rings. Mm-hmm. That was on a project I, I put out called Spaghetti Johnson. Mm-hmm. And, um... Originally, I met Bon B through Dante Ross, who was my manager at the time. And uh, we did the song, we did the video, you know, it was a cool record. But uh, eventually, me and Dante started working together, and I would run into Bon like all the time, you know, Corey Moe, like a big brother to me. Mm-hmm. So um, Bon was actually putting out uh, EP that he was doing for, I can't remember what exactly it was for, but I was supposed to be on the EP. I was super mm. excited about this shit, you know what I mean? And uh, we did this record, and he was just like, man, you know what? I fuck with the record, but I don't know if it fit the project. Mm. So I was like, damn. You know, like, I was kind of like, disappointed. <laughs> Hurt like uh. <laughs> Yeah. So, so Bond was like, you know what, though? He was like, man, Whenever you need something, just let me know. I got you. So me and uh, Corey Mo was in the studio one night, and um, me and Corey Mo like they made like a lot of songs together. Mm-hmm. But they don't all hit the street, you know what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. I'm just picky like about my songs. Like I want that shit to be hard as fuck. If it's just okay, I might not <laughs> release that bitch. You know what I'm saying? And so we did this song one night, and Corey Mo loved it. I loved it. And um, he was like, man, you should get Bond on me. I was like, damn, you right. So I hit Bond and it was just like, look, man, me and Corey Moe got one. You know, Corey Moe, like, 
the GK alumni. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. made sense all the way together. I hit Bun, he did that shit like quick. He sent it right back. Boom, you know what I mean? The rest yeah. of history. So Imagine. shout out to Bun, man. But I just I just seen him be a solid dude in so many situations from being yeah, with him at Stankonia, you know, when he working with like organized noise, to being with him while he was with Corey Moe, to being with him, you know, in, in, in Houston, like when I was on tour with Big Crit. Mm. Like we just been in some so many of the same circles and at the same time that um you know it's like it's like we like family now, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I see him like it's all love. So shout out to Bun B, man, real solid person, man. All right, so, man. Shout out to Bun. Hey man, shout out to fucking Corey Moe on that beat. God hey, damn. Corey Moe, man. Like like it right, Scotty, like that shit was like the perfect blend. With you and Bun together over that beat, it, it it's like it was meant to be, right? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Boy, Mo did his thing, man. Bun did his thing, man. Like, you know, I feel like it was a good record, man, and it meant a lot to me, you know, because I feel like ever since Ratchet, I just been dropping so many like records that I feel like I want to match, like you know, the style and the intensity. But this was like a song I felt like just meant a lot to me, and I liked it. I just want to put it out. So yeah, that's real. And, and and that's the thing is like we know, um, like Bun, like you said, Bun's a real one, dog. He's always speaking on real shit. You know, he came out today was talking about how he's how he's vouching for uh Megan and and fuck Tory Lanes and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Which which is super dope because you know, like you said, she's out there, or, or like he said, she's out there by herself and shit. Is there anything that that Bun has uh? any game that he's given you or a gym that he's left you that you're like shit because i mean i even see when you were talking to him on on your live and he kind of he kind of gave everybody a gym on your live about you know waiting for someone to hold your hand or waiting to meet that specific person you know what i'm saying like is there anything that he's given you specifically i mean for me like I, i told him on that live it's just about the way that he carry himself um you know, when the cameras is off, you know, from the way he treat his family, you know, uh, he care about his son and kids and wife. Like, I feel like Barn the real stand on dude. Some of these cats, man, you know, like we talking about flexing on Instagram. Some people, they could be a, your, your favorite rapper, but all, when the camera's off, you know, they not really that dude, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Barn just a real good person, you know what I mean? On camera, on camera, off, like. He just solid, you know what I mean? I, I can't really say nothing else about it. He's solid dude, man. That's it. That's what I think that's why you guys blend so well, man, because you the same way, bro. You guys cut from the same cloth, man. You know what I'm saying? Real yeah. shit. Yeah, Real shit. Yeah. Real shit. Give, it, Bobby, up. Give you- it up for solid people. You know what it is. Real stand-up guys. That's some solid, real knowledge. And, Bobby, some- you know what comes from fucking with OGs, right? You get the game. When I say you, you learn the game... The game that means you learn some things. That means you're smart in the brain. I know where you're going with it. You know where I'm going. If you've seen the show, I know you've seen the show. It's That's right. It's time for Street Smarts Trivia Game with your host, DJ Bobby Hustle and Cabo the Connect. Guaranteed to get your club. All right. So this is the part of the, this is the part. This is the part, Scotty. I fuck with you, man. You've been holding it down. You've been doing your thing. You're showing people how to do this, how to get out here and get this money that you ain't got to wait for the labels. You can get rich on your own. So you know how to do that. But we want to know if you know about this trivia right now. 
You know what I'm saying? So we're going to start it <laughs> out. It's the fun part. We're going to start it out with a little hip-hop trivia, a little street smart trivia. So we're just going to ask you a question. You just give us an answer. It's that easy. Okay. All right. All right. All right. First one. Here we go. What Atlanta rapper was once a backup dancer for Whitney Houston? Was it A, Jermaine Dupree, B, Andre 3000, or C, Offset? I'm gonna have to go with Jermaine Dupree. Is that your final answer? Offset? Offset, for real? I mean, hold I don't on, know. Hold on, uh, you is, is you Googling? Is you Googling? I, I had to say. You got an assistant Googling? <laughs> you got an assistant Googling? <laughs> Which one is it? You said for Janet Jackson? Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Oh, Whitney Houston? Yeah, we need Jermaine Dupree. Man, Offset went in. Born. <laughs> Which, one Which one is it? Offset. Which one is it? Who do you say? Who do you say? I'm going to go with Offset. You going to go with Offset? Yeah. Final answer. Final answer. You sure? Yeah. It was Offset. <laughs> Offset was a backup dancer as a kid. If you look at zero fifty one seconds and three minutes and thirty four seconds, you can see it in Whitney Houston's "What You Know About That." That's some crazy shit. Yeah, he's been doing it since a kid, man. Damn. He was actually he was actually in two videos. He was in that and a TLC video as well. But uh. They said that they can't. I guess they cut him out the TLC video. But if you watch the Whitney Houston video at, at a specific time, you can see him in there. Wow, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, okay. man. Okay, all right. okay. All right. I see you got a squad. It's okay. Teamwork made the dream work. You know what I'm saying? It's all yeah, good. We ain't, gone, we ain't hating. We ain't hating. We ain't. I seen him back there lurking anyway. You know. So yeah. let's see. Let's see how fast his fingers is this time. So, Capo, <laughs> what's your favorite category? Man, who said that shit? <laughs> All right, so we're going to read you a song lyric. You just tell us who said that shit. Here we go. Okay. Everything I went through, I appreciate the shit. Because if I had a went through it, took the easy way, I wouldn't be the strong nigga that I am today. Everything that I did, different things I was told. Just in- Read you a song lyric. You just tell us who said that shit. Here we go. Okay. Everything I went through, I appreciate the shit. Because if I had a went through it, took the easy way, I wouldn't be the strong nigga that I am today. Everything that I did, different things I was told, just ended up being food for my soul. Who said that shit? You can hear it. You can hear it. It's a good Mar record for sure. <laughs> Someone back there Googling. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I know this. Is it Big Gill? Is that your final answer? I, I, is Big Gill or is Cool Joe? Mm. Which one is it? Hold on, hold on. Which one is it? CeeLo. CeeLo. Final I'm answer? CeeLo for the final answer. Final answer? Yeah. Hey, it was <laughs> CeeLo Green Goody, my soul food, 1995. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, he's jumping off the top rope. Tag me in, boss. All right. Okay. Yeah, come on <laughs> we, got, we got a couple more for you. We got a couple more for you. Okay. You okay. from where I'm from, man. We all grew up in the hood watching hood classics. We're going to play you a movie clip. Just tell us what movie it is. Here we go. Okay. Now, this is what you call a hood classic. Ain't nobody mm. from outside bringing down the property value. It's these folks. 
shooting each other and selling that crack rock and shit. Well, how you think the crack rock gets into the country? We don't own any planes. We don't own no ships. Mm. What movie is that? Uh-oh. Why y'all got me on now? Uh-oh. Well, I don't know shit. That's the hood classic of the classics. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know no ships. We ain't bringing the crack to the hood. You've seen this movie a hundred thousand times. <laughs> Everybody just, 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 just throw one out there. What you think? I don't know. I can't, even, I can't think of that clip, though. You can't okay. think of it? I know. That's no. not the one. So, you give up? You throwing the towel on it? Yeah, I'm throwing the towel on this. <laughs> oh! It was boys in the hood. Come on. Take two and call me in the morning. That's a classic, man. It was the knowledge clip. I know that's the one. Those are the easiest ones, too. Yeah. Okay, we got one more. We gotta make it a little bit harder than that. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna see if you got this one, man. Excuse me, I'm gonna need to see some identification. This is called ID check. So we're gonna read your government name. Just tell us who it is. Here we go. My name is Michael Santiago Renda. Am I Killer Mike? That's your final answer. It's Killer Mike. All right, Michael Santiago Renda. Okay, all right, you only miss one. Yeah. You only miss one, man. I just seen Killer Mike last night. Okay, Hell okay. Yeah. So you know that. Y'all done cut checks. Hashtag on it. Hey. Real shit, real shit. Always out there working, man. Speaking of working, uh, Scotty, I know we had spoke about the grill business a little bit and, you know, just being an overall entrepreneur, but what, what made you even transition into the grill world man like what made you say you know what like because you were saying i love doing this where does that passion come from man um one of my homeboys wanted me to get involved with it uh a while back and i was just kind of helping them out and then it just kind of just turned into a love for you know uh i already like entrepreneurship you know and mm -hmm. i like marketing so opportunity turned into like a passion you know and um i'm here doing this shit today you know what i'm saying so in your I mean, work sir it, man you know what i mean it's just i just i just enjoy this shit like hey hey that's yeah. what's up man and you got a shirt with your business name on it like man that's what's up you got something you can stand from the mountains and scream squirrels by scotty come spend your <laughs> money with me right right that's beautiful man that's beautiful man shout out to that man yeah. What what other what other type of businesses are you uh are you investing in or are you looking at investing in or, or are you thinking about doing anything else or does the grills just right now the grills and the music just got your full all your time? Um, I'm thinking about getting like involved into uh construction and mm. some things like that. Um but and I already do like billboards. I, I put billboards up in the city. Uh, for myself and others. So, right now, those are like the two things that I'm looking at that's new. Mm. So, you, you mean like you physically put billboards up or like you're just paying the... 
Well, I'm not physically. Oh, right. You're going to hire somebody. So, I'm handling everything, you know, to make okay. sure that, you know, yeah. from the artwork to the design to what's supposed to be gotcha. said on the board to when it go up, how it go up, where it go up, you know gotcha. what I'm saying? Like, right. are, you, are, you, are you fucking with more of like the, the uh, are you doing any of the digital billboards or are you still sticking with with the, the standard uh, old school, like just straight? Paste it up. Nah, I do digital and uh, static. You know. Okay, all oh, static. That's it. Yeah. You know what? See, see, this is what the fuck I'm talking about, Scotty. This is exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. This is a lesson here. This is a good mm-hmm. lesson. So listen up, kids. You put out a song. You get a hit record. You get a check. <laughs> you don't have to go back to selling drugs. You can start a business with the money. Like it's cool. Right. It's okay. It's okay to own your own business. You know, you still can be a rapper and own six businesses. So shouts out to that. <laughs> Yeah, what's <laughs> so, so Scotty, you've been pushing, you've been pushing the music for a little bit, man. And um, like, I wanted to ask you, bro. Like, since you're, you've got your foot in the door, you're in the game now. You're a part of the industry. Is it what you thought it would be when you were, you know, when you were younger and you were thinking, like, I want to become, I want to do music for a living? Like, is it what you thought it would be, or is it totally different than what you imagined? Um. Music is totally different than what I imagined originally mm. starting out. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, budgets was bigger. You know, it wasn't as much pressure. Like, on the recoup side, like, all you had to do is just be good. You'll blow up. You know what I'm saying? So now, everybody, you don't have to be good now to blow up. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, you could literally not be good. But just have some dope marketing or have a fire record or have a fire team and shit, you'll blow up. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a it's definitely a different world now with the music industry, man, especially with streams and and uh you know, people saying people saying that the streams aren't paying enough. Uh, you know, it's like it's, it's, it's labels aren't signing people like they once were. Um, but I mean, you have your own, you have your own imprint. So, I mean, like you keep a hundred percent of that. Yep. Right? And that's the beauty yep. of it. Yep. No, nah, I keep, I keep all my stuff. Um, I mean, I had to pay, you know what I mean? <laughs> to keep this shit flowing. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have nobody else on the outside. I'm glad, man. You know, um, I'm glad I didn't put myself in no type of situation like that. Cause I have the freedom to just put music out when I want to put it out and not have to give somebody who ain't really helped me build this shit yeah. for money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Real so, shit. I'm thankful for that. For sure. okay. Can you explain to the people the importance of investing in yourself? Like you just said, like, I, like no, nah, I'm, I'm paying shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a boss, you have to pay. There's somewhere and somehow there's money going to be spent. Like, can you explain the importance of investing, especially if you're a label owner? Like, what's some shit that you would have to invest in that to, to really to really step your game up and take it to that next level? Um, videos, advertisement, marketing, um, you know, your 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 appearance, um, studio time, um, mm. man. All kind of shit. You know? <laughs> it's like, never ended. Right. It takes a lot to blow a record up, to blow an artist up, to blow a song up. Like it's not just like wham bam, thank you, man. Like mm-hmm. you gotta really stay down with that shit. 
Yeah. And then when you make it, you got to pay the attorneys, the assistant, the ex-baby mamas, the driver, everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you got to keep paying that shit. <laughs> right. It's cool, though. You know, like, now I'm in a situation where um, I can do it because I love to do it and not necessarily be pressured to make decisions based off of monetary mm. gain. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I could just do the music because I like to do it and put out what I want to put out. That's so, real. That's mm -hmm. real as fuck, and that's and that we need more of that shit, man. Right. I think a lot of artists are stuck in this world of trying to. I gotta do something that's gonna get me rich, and and that's where <laughs> they kind of hit that bump in the road, and we start getting a ton of music that sounds exactly like the the last song we listened to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we just got to get to a point where you can really just enjoy making the music, you know, and like you, you got this other record that you sent, you know, and it, it was mm -hmm. right on time. I could tell you was just in the moment you feel it because it's talking about the topic that we're going through right now. It's called curfew, you know, and oh, so yeah. like, you know, <clears throat> the the video that you shot was was dope, but I could it took it was very creative that you did still still kept working when you were stuck mm -hmm. in the pandemic. <laughs> And you still put out something dope because it's the message, the creativity, and then the bars. So, I mean, just give us a little bit of insight about that, how you came up with that. I mean, it's very, very creative. Yeah, um, Curfew was a song that was actually made before the pandemic mm. and before the curfew. It had nothing to do with that originally. It was just a dope record. Um, you know, just me talking to, you know what I'm saying, the lady basically saying, like, Shit, let's hang out, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, let's have a good time, you know what I mean? What's your curfew, you know? It don't matter mm -hmm. what you've been through, I'm still fucking with you. Mm -hmm. So, like, um, it just, you know, sometimes I might be in the lab and these tight records come to mind, mm -hmm. and I just lay it down. It, like, we've been talking about you, an entrepreneur, self-made, doing this stuff, and it's like, that video right there doesn't take a lot to do, but it's so dope. And like, all you got to do is do it, man. And that's, that's awesome, man. Shout out one more time. Were you, were you having people send in clips and shit? Or how was that put together? Yeah, so like, it was kind of weird. So when I did the uh, the Ratchet joint at first, mm -hmm. that was like a song that did real well for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, And so... It was kind of like the same concept. People started sending in videos. People started like just dancing to the record. So mm -hmm. I was like, shit, like we'll make it a challenge. We linked up with Triller. I did a grill for Triller. Like we just did this whole thing about, you know, just trying to get fans like interacting and involved with the record. And it worked. You know what I mean? Like it worked. So the song actually came out before it came out. It's the first time it's ever happened to me. But this particular time, the song came out on the radio. It was playing on the radio before it actually even was out on the MP3. So I had to rush to get the MP3 out because they was playing it on the radio in Atlanta. They beat you to the punch. Look at yeah. Yeah. That's got, hey, that's, that record's got a good vibe. I can understand why, man. Right. Yeah. One of the records. Yeah, yeah no doubt. I mean, hey, Rook, on a whole nother tip, though, you mentioned radio, man. Do you feel like radio is still something that is necessary for artists? In this day and age, um, it's not necessary, but you can mm -hmm. do it. You know, if it helps you and it helps you build. But I don't feel like it's necessary, though. Yeah, yeah. Especially with like with like having a platform like like Trilla and 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 using that and your fans like how you did organically 
You know what I'm saying? And that shit catches fire organically. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't even have to put any marketing dollars into it. Just be smart about it and really have an organic fan base like you do. You know what I'm saying? Like I seen the ratchet movement. That shit was crazy, bro. Like right. people from all over the world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. So you know, I, 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 for me, I'm just now just connecting with the fans and just trying to put out music and just feel good, sound good. You know, things that like I enjoy and that I would want to jump in my whip and listen to. Real shit. How important is it to you to engage with with your fans? Because like I think I think I see that. You know, there's a lot of artists out here um, that'll release shit, you know, maybe repost something that their fans do. But, like, you you literally, like, hold conversations and really engage and give people with shit to do. And, like, I mean, that shit's dope as fuck, man. Like, how important is it to you to do stuff like that? I feel like it's very important. You know, like, um, when you interact and engage with your fans, I feel like it makes them feel like they're a part of what you're doing, you know, so... And when you comment on shit, you know, when people like post something or when you post something, the next time you post something, people might comment again and they open before you know it, like it creates this thing where it's like people wanna they wanna talk to you, they wanna interact. And I feel like that's what the whole social media movement about. Getting more people to interact, more people to post, repost, share your stuff. If you're not talking to them and you're not saying shit, then you know, it kind of make them feel like, well, why should I even keep saying something to mm-hmm. this artist if he not responding back? Real shit. That, that's real. You know, you can't be an asshole and then expect people to support you. Exactly. <laughs> real shit. Exactly. So, so, so with everything that's been going on, like, have you been, have you been in the lab? Because you just said, I heard you say that you were, uh, you were at Stankonia last night. Have you been in the lab? Uh oh. Yo, Scotty. Yeah. I'm still here. I've been in the lab. Yeah, I've been in the lab. Um, I was in the studio with uh last night when I came in. Um, hold on, let me see what I put in. My bad. You good? I went last night when I had then came in. Um, Killer Mike was in the studio. Uh, Ray Murray was in the studio. Um, for organized noise, you know what I mean. They was just cooking up, working. We're looking at a table, at a table, Scotty. <laughs> oh yeah, hold on. Okay, <laughs> okay, top secret. Yeah, top secret. Nah, hold on, let me flip it. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You good? You good? Oh here you go. I see it now. Hold up. Oh. Yeah. There we go. There oh. We go. Oh. Hold up. Oh. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Alright. Right, this, right. hey, this is this is shit that happens when you live, man. When you live, baby. Hey, he's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came in the studio yesterday, and um, Killer Mike was in the studio with organized noise. They was chopping it up, working, mm. finishing yeah. on some shit they were doing. That's big. And um, I just wanted to stank on here just because it got a great vibe, and um, you know, it's 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 good people there. Mm. And so uh, I was just working on a new project that I'm working on right now. No oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, do we get any? Do we get any exclusive on that on the project? I mean, is there a title? Is is, is there any time it's coming? I mean, I can't tell you now yet. <laughs> I can't tell you now yet. You know, I'm trying to keep it super exclusive because right now it's like it's really no rush, man. You know what right. I mean? Like, I just want to put music out and do something that I I started out doing, but I didn't. 
I kind of got off of it for a minute, which was being consistent, you know what I mean, with the music. So that's mm-hmm. something that I'm doing right now. Okay, so, okay. So is it going to be a full body of work or is it like an EP? Um, I can't tell you that yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying, bro. I'm, okay. Hey, Capo, he's a smart man. He's a very smart man. He knows how to keep the secrets. You got it buried deep inside of your brain. So you know what I'm getting to. You know, like I said, the, the main thing for me right now is the consistency. Consistency. You know what I'm saying? Like, for a minute, I felt like, you know, in order to get some of those bigger rec- records, um, you have to, like, you have to push it beyond, like, you know, what you what you would normally do. So let's say, for instance, like a Ratchet, right? You put out a song like Ratchet. I had to push that song for, like, nine months. You know what I mean? Like, before it really, you know, it was catching on in Atlanta and on the Internet. But before it really got popping, like, we were getting spins on Southeast Radio, mm. you know what I mean? Every day, every night, you know, shit. Man, I, I started out first going to, like, two or three clubs a night, you mm. know, in Atlanta. No cap, like, for real, going to two to three clubs a night, paying for parking, paying mm-hmm. DJs, buying drinks. That's the work. Weed, That's the work that they don't see. I mean? <laughs> then, then going from two to three nights in the club to us going to two or three cities a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like level up. Well, we was pulling up in Birmingham, we was pulling up in Mobile, we was going to Columbus, Augusta, in Nashville. You know, mm-hmm. Going to two, three cities a day. You know yep. what I mean? We was doing that. And then after that, I went on two promo tours. I went on tour with Big Boy and Sleepy Brown. It was mm-hmm. a promo tour. And then I went on another tour with um Ace Hood. That was a promo tour as well. And all of that shit was like you know what I mean to push the record. So mm-hmm. like now what I'm what I'm doing is more so like just trying to be more consistent in the release of the music instead of like maybe like pushing a song nine months. I'm just putting out my favorite records, man, that I feel like people are gonna fuck with and just being consistent and dropping them. Hell yeah, that's smart. That's smart, yeah. Bobby. It's very smart, very smart. You're a very intelligent guy, my brother. You know, so we we about to get you in for a second round. You know, you did good. You only missed one. You only missed one, right? Okay. Yeah, he missed one. He missed, he missed one. one. So we're going to see if we can get him all this time. Bobby. If you've seen the show, then you know. That's right. It's time for Street Smarts Trivia Game with your host, DJ Bobby Hustle and Cabo the Connect. Guaranteed to get the club. All right. All right. All right. So this is the part of the show where we play the trivia. All we're going to do is ask your question, then you give us an answer. Okay. All right. So, first one. What artist's first uh, rap name was Sir Cartier? Was it A. Playboy Cardi, B. Takeoff, or C. Trinidad James? I'm gonna go with Takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, okay. Final answer. Final answer. Yeah. It was Playboy Cardi. would call me in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He thought it was a trick question. He thought it was a trick question. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. You gotta redeem yourself. This your favorite category. Man, who said that shit? 
<laughs> and we're going to read you a lyric, and all you got to do is tell us who said that shit. Dig it, little Pippin. Got the mind and the muscle. Stay down on his grind. Got to put the crown on the hustle. Hey, I can show you how to juggle anything and make it bubble. Weed blows, real estate, liquor store with no trouble. Who said that shit? Why you got me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that one. Sure. You don't know that it's one. The way, it's the way Bobby read it. It's the way Bobby read it. <laughs> Come on, boy. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know your name. Scotty's like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Let him know. Let him know. Let him know, Bobby. All right, you okay? We go. You gonna forfeit that one? <laughs> it was Tia. Oh, man, man. Oh, man. Come oh, on, man. They answered in the live. Everybody saying Ti Tim. <laughs> it might have been the way he said it though. Of course, I, it was I the way I said it. I was gonna make it now. easy for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. all good. It's he all always tries to throw people off reading it like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So we all grew up watching hood classics. I'm gonna play you a movie clip. Just tell me what movie it is. Now this is what you call a hood classic. From here on, nothing goes down unless I'm involved. No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. A nickel bag gets sold in the park. I want in. <laughs> you guys got fat while everybody starved on the street. What movie is that? You know the line, Man, you say it. Honestly, I have heard this clip everywhere, but I don't know the for real movie. I'm gonna go with <laughs> Casino though. I'm gonna say Casino. Final answer? Yeah. <laughs> it was King of New York! You know, you know what's crazy? I told Bobby, I said, man, everybody knows he said it. that saying in the movie, but very few people know what movie that actually comes from, man. Right. right. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's one of the most popular fucking quotes, man. Yeah. New York. Damn. Yeah. Hey, if you ain't seen it, bro, go watch that shit. Classic. You know what I'm saying? But um, before we get out of here, man, Scotty, tell the people real quick uh, about what's coming up here real soon. Um, I know you said you've got the video coming with Bun. Um, and what else they can what else they can hear from you and where where they can uh, find you at, man? Okay. Yeah. So I got the video uh, coming with Bun. Make sure you go download, hold it down. And download Curfew. Uh, the video for Curfew is out right now on YouTube. Uh, so make sure you go check that out. It's doing well. Um, that's Curfew and Hold It Down. Make sure you follow Grills by Scotty with a Z. Uh, we got Grills. We shipping them out. Whatever city you in, just hit us up on the DM or call us. The number is on the on the IG profile or on the website. Um, and other than that, man, you know, I appreciate y'all, you know, fucking with me and rocking with the campaign, man, you know. Always. Um, yeah, no yes, doubt, sir. man. Yes, you know, sir. Cop will go back, you know what I mean? Love it, man. man. So I appreciate what y'all doing, man, for the culture, man, and just having me on the show. 
Oh, What's man. Up? All the love goes to you, man. We appreciate everything you do, Scotty. Continue to be successful. Continue putting out that real shit, and we will continue supporting, man. It's all love, family. Yes, you sir. You already know it. Yes, right, sir. Man. Peace. Man. Peace. Man. Peace. Man. Peace. Man. Peace. Man. Peace.